BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Well, how would you describe the past six months in six words? This is Michael Krasny. You're listening to KQED Public Radio. And uh, Smith Magazine founding editor Larry Smith posed that question to followers of his six-word memoir project, receiving answers that included, I want my senior year back, social distancing myself from the fridge, and dear first grandchild, see you soon, one that I strongly relate to, by the way. Larry Smith joins us now to talk about some of the most memorable responses, and we want to hear from you. What's your own six-word pandemic memoir? Uh, If you have a six-word pandemic memoir, if you simply want to make one up off the fly, you can join us now at our toll-free number, and we invite you to do that. The number to call is 866-733-6786. Again, the number for your calls, 866-733-6786, or get in touch on Twitter and Facebook, we're at KQED Forum, or email us, forum at kqed.org. And welcome, Larry Smith. Good to have you. It's nice to be with you, Michael. I wish there was no pandemic and no pandemic memoirs, but as long as there is, I'm glad we can give a voice to lots of folks. Yeah, and I'm glad that we are having that voice here. Uh, and you have been sort of the main voice of all this uh uh, I remember your TED Talk over here in San Francisco at Treasure Island, uh, where you referred to your grandfather as Smitty. That's uh, something that always stayed in my mind. But also you're talking about the need for these narratives and the need to kind of congeal them into six words. It goes back uh, in many people's minds to a challenge that was put to Ernest Hemingway, who was asked uh, uh, to if he could tell a story in six words, give a narrative in six words. And many people know about this. He said, uh, for sale, baby shoes never worn. There's a whole tale embedded in that six in those six words, as there are in many of these six word narratives that we're receiving and that you have been receiving. What have, what have, have been there kind of major themes or motifs in terms of what you've been getting during the pandemic? You know, it, it's incredible. Obviously, through you know, the best of times and the worst of times, self-expression can really help us just make sense of what we're going through. And never before has everyone gone through something at the same time, you know, in my lifetime. Not even 9-11 was the whole world. So, you know, you're seeing, I think, um, a lot about isolation and self-preservation. Uh, baking bread didn't cure my loneliness. Um, I'm cheating, I'm getting a a real hug. Uh, Connection in community was sort of the next wave. Finally met neighbors after eight years. Essential worker clapping for essential workers. And as time went on, people started realizing, you know what, we've got to have a laugh. Bad time for an open marriage. Cleaned Lysol container with Lysol wipes. So it's the whole range of emotions we have. And this pandemic is now six months and you're going to get everything when you give regular folks the chance to share a story with this constraint that is magical called six words, magical things happen. Yeah, it certainly has been the case for you uh, in terms of creating all this magic. In fact, uh, I should mention that Larry Smith uh, has been married for a number of years to Piper Kernan, a name many people 
No, and uh, someone I had the privilege of interviewing up in Sebastopol uh, is the author of Orange is the New Black. And you have a, a child now. Uh, you got six words from him. You want to tell us what those were? Yeah, he's got a lot to say, but in six words, tuning out parents under my headphones. <laughs> Didn't yeah, he also <laughs> another one about how he realizes parents both suck at math, as I think a lot of kids are finding out during this complicated distance learning moment. Didn't he also say, play, 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 play? I mean, uh, when my son was three years old, yeah. I said, how would you describe your, your life in six words? And he said, my life and my work is play, 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 play. Yeah, I love some of these kids' ones. Uh, one is, life is better in soft pajamas. That was an eight-year-old who you said could be a Zen master. Uh, and uh, I read one of a teenager who said, we're the family you gossip about. I mean, you've got all these very clever and sometimes, as you say, humorous, but also in many cases, kind of sad ones, too, that come about. Uh, uh, bad time for an open marriage is pretty funny, but uh, <laughs> I think uh, slowly turning into a technological potato is one of those that kind of gives one pause, uh, or the world has never felt smaller. And we have had a good number and some very good ones from our listeners. Uh, I actually try to put my mind to this and came up with a few myself, which uh, I'm not necessarily all that keen on sharing, but I'll perhaps do so in the course of this uh, segment. But if you have one, please feel free to bring it to the core here, and you can join us again at our toll-free number, and we invite you to do that. Uh, and you can also join us by uh, emailing us. Uh, our toll-free number, uh, if you'd like to join us right now, uh, is 866-733-6786. Uh, let me go to some uh, some cuts we've been getting. We've been getting listeners who've been giving us um, some cuts. And uh, Danny, are you ready to roll here with some of those uh, that have come in from listeners? Uh, that's our ace engineer, Danny Bringer, uh, otherwise known as Captain Dan. Um, let's, um, let's hear Kelly from San Carlos. This is a cut two. My six words on the pandemic. Stay home, don't touch, don't breathe. That sort of sums up the progression of my experience up to the last few weeks. And we thank Kelly for that. It's pretty succinct and it gets to the heart of it. I'd like to hear a couple more because I'd like to hear these two together. They kind of represent uh, different sides. This is Paulette, cut four. And my six words for the last six months are watching democracy die, horrifying, and heartbreaking. Yeah, that's a tough one to uh, uh, integrate. Here's Rick from Cherryland, cut five. Um, my six words are amazingly productive via focus and action. Uh, I think it's a, it's a great time in certain ways through these tragedies to, to take a look introspectively. And let me thank all of you who called in. Um, uh, one more for now. This is Mary. It cuts to the heart of it. This is cut seven. My job is to survive. Okay, there it is. And let's bring on a caller. Ten-year-old Darshana joins us. Hi, Darshana. Hi. Um, my six-word member is, or my six-word member that sums up the quarantine is required school supplies. Screens, screens, screens. <laughs> Very good, and thank you for those. Uh, you know, Michael, uh, the way that uh, kids of all ages like uh, Darshana <clears throat> at age 10, who ended up in the New York Times piece about the six-word memoirs, by the way, <clears throat> um, it's been so uh, fulfilling, you know, even something as tragic but, you know, intense as I regret saying I hate school. And, and teachers been, you know, using this as a way to get their kids talking about some, some hard stuff these days. Yeah, I've got an 11-year-old who sent one in. I feel like a hooked fish. 
That's a pretty good <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> uh, I mean, some of these are great, uh, and and some of them, of course, are heartbreaking because we realize what can be congealed into this or crystallized into this. Uh, let me read a tweet here: "Gave birth, but missing life." <laughs> wow. My um, dad's last breath on FaceTime. You know, you can't imagine that will ever happen. But this is, you know, as six months go on, we're seeing. You know, schools trying to reopen, deaths, life. Uh, you know, I just had a birthday. We're all going to probably have a pandemic birthday. And, um, you know, it's uh, if you can least share what you're feeling, other people perhaps can feel that too and hit the, hit the mental, you know, like button and be like, you know what, we're all going through this. And here's one that sums up the California experience. Brown, brown leaves, that's not uh, leaves falling from the sky. It's Governor Brown leaving. Brown leaves, red sky, California burning. And here's one. You look better with a mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone, one came on the site just before before we jumped on, escaping the fires in my brain. Wow. Uh, let me hear some more that came to us. Uh, this is somebody who called in from Atlanta, Georgia, named Ginger, and uh, with the pauses and ellipses, cut eight. The six words that describe my life in the last six months are stop, go, prepare, rebirth, fear, gratitude. And we thank Ginger for that. And uh, let's hear a couple more. This is Heather from the Bay Area, Cut Nine. Plans aborted. Contingencies disrupted. Aspirations abandoned. Thank you. And, And I like the dramatic emphasis there, Heather. One more from Jan, Cut Ten. Behind my mask, I remain hopeful. Well, here's Sarah who writes my six word memoir, Teaching Like My Hair's on Fire. And she adds, I'm a community college professor and it's been so much work and yet so exciting and such an honor to teach through this challenge. And uh, Larry, I wonder, for example, um, you've said to try to kind of crystallize your own thinking about this. Now I obsessively count the words. Yes, that's the T-shirt I often wear. People think that I... uh speak in six word memoirs, but actually I can hear a six word memoir across a room or a, a classroom. And, and I do count the words. And for me, the way that um, this project is really just a tool to get to the heart of anything. You know, we've done uh, six words with immigration groups and veterans and suicide prevention centers. But the idea is that it's a tool that carries us through life. We have three generations of six word memoirs in the site and across social media. And the way that teachers have embraced it is just sort of an unexpected pleasure of me doing this work for 12 years. Uh, I reached out to my uh, favorite teacher that my, my child had a few years ago, and I said, Linda, you know, we're doing six-word memoirs. What was your, your six-word memoir being a, uh, a pre-K and kindergarten teacher? And she said, airplane arms reaching for safe spaces. <laughs> well, what's your own six-word pandemic memoir? You can give us a call now, and we invite you to do that, 866 733 6786 is the number for your calls. Again, that's 866-733-6786 or get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum or email your pandemic six words to forum at kqed.org. And I noticed that uh, a friend of uh, mine, Amy Tan, came up with uh, uh, <laughs> former boss, uh, former boss writings, your worst skills. Um, I love those, how somebody can just crystallize something out of their personal experience in that way. And uh, that was very striking to me. Or if somebody wrote, ex-wife and contractor now have house. Um, 
a good six-word memoir does demand a backstory. I don't know the backstory, but you know the Amy Tan one. I share that with students all the time, and when I speak at colleges, because imagine if a, if a former boss or a teacher said, "Oh, you can't write," but Amy Tan didn't listen to those words. She said, I control my narrative. I am the author of my own story. And she became one of the great and best-selling writers of our time. And let me hear from another of our listeners who called in. This is Lynn. This is Cut 13. It couldn't bring tears to your eyes. Listen. Cut 13. My sister died. I wasn't there. Well, that's, uh, that's a tough one. Um, but boy, it speaks volumes, and these six words can actually do that in so many different ways. I like the one from God that I read, don't make me come down there. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I like to joke that I don't have a direct line to God, but I do have one to Google Alerts. And, and uh, when I started the project, I saw that uh, rabbis and priests and really um, pastors of, of all faith were sharing six words with their congregations because religion is very personal and it's complicated and weird. And well, how would you describe your religion, your faith in just six words? It, it's always a big hit around Yom, Yom Kippur, which is coming up, the uh, six words on atonement. I also like the one, uh, one scrabble smile breaks through mask. Um, I mean, you could just really see how people go through this. And I, I confess before that I went through the thinking process a little bit uh, on this and uh, Singing, what about the pandemic in six words? Uh, I'm a somewhat tactile guy, so I thought far less touching than I prefer, which, uh, mm -hmm. see, I'm, you know, uh, I like to shake hands with people and all that sort of thing. But also, um, I've been eating differently, so I thought foods I never thought I'd try, which is kind of a summation. And right. one that my wife thinks is very corny, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. I'll get your uh, wise judgment on this, Larry. Um, my team liked it, so I'll put it out there. But I kept thinking about hibernation. Now, uh, my wife is pretty literal, and she says we don't really hibernate, you know, but this has been kind of a hibernation during the pandemic. So I said hi hibernation longer than most grizzly bears, because grizzly bears only hibernate from four to seven months. We're in the sixth month of this already. So there you have exactly. it. Exactly. Well, it's a little different than hibernation, but one of the first ones that came in uh, when I started this challenge to anyone and everyone was by a Bay Area writer, Joe Loya, who I know. And he wrote, you sort of need to know the backstory, but you can guess it. Habituated to lockdown. I got this. Joe has spent a lot of time in solitary confinement. He's happily long free now. But uh, so, you know, it's a different kind of lockdown. It's not like prison, what we're going through. It's a little bit more like hibernation. But you know what? It's no fun for anyone. No, it isn't. And you've been getting a lot of stories that represent that loneliness and isolation, um, especially uh, those who are close with their family who have to be alone or can't be with loved ones uh, when they're dying or uh, giving birth or whatever, but you also found something very hopeful, I think, in a lot of your responses. You got a lot of connection, a lot of feeling of community, reaching out and that sort of thing, yeah? You know, I think what we're seeing with, you know, we're seeing the best uh, of, of our friends and neighbors in, in this hard time, and, and just those simple, you know, six words, finally met neighbors after eight years, uh, says a lot, you know? You, you're, you know, you realize, oh, that person on your block, maybe they need a little help, um, and we're just, you know, uh, there's six words that I often sort of end my own talks with, with groups is, I've been saying this for years, we are all in this together, which are indeed six words, and, and we are all in this together, it doesn't always feel like it, but, but when you, you know, when your neighbor, you know, asks what you need at the supermarket, when you are hearing from friends you haven't heard from in years, because suddenly you think about what matters, which in the end, 
friends and people matter more than things. We know this. And uh, connection is everything. And if we have a simple way to share these stories, you know, in six words is one way. Um, just get us talking. I think that six words is a true conversation starter. And ultimately, I want it to bring people together. Well, we're talking about the king of six words, uh, Larry Smith of Smith Magazine, founding editor and creator of Six Word Memoirs. His latest book is Six Words Fresh Off the Boat, Stories of Immigration, Identity, and Coming to America. And if you want to add one, well, we've got only a few minutes left here. Let me hear from some more of our listeners here. And let's uh, hear, this actually cut one from Alan in San Jose. Here are my six words for the pandemic, playing chess with friends by computer. And Alan, we thank you for that. And thanks to all who uh, called in with their six words. Here's another one. This is Derek. Cut three. Uh, my six words for the uh, past six months would be anxiety-free, loss of self, and compassion. And certainly, I think, Larry, you probably got a lot of responses that uh, put six words into when are we going to get out of this mess or words of the, sort of along those lines, or I hope we'll get out of this. We do. And a lot of people thinking about, you know, just I'm looking at my calendar, you know, my calendar is suddenly completely empty. Uh, I think six words that sum up what a lot of us are going through is practicing mindfulness through tightly clenched teeth. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, this has been uh, really a whole education and a whole kind of different vistas for you, hasn't it? I mean, in terms of just opening up your consciousness and your mind and heart. Yeah, I, you know, I was a journalist for years, but I, what I really found I love most is being a, a storyteller, but to be a community storyteller, to help people share stories. You know, when we have, when we eventually have live events again, people start with their six words and share back stories. And, you know, as I, I, I often say, you might go to a distance dinner next weekend and eventually you may go to a barbecue or a wedding with lots of people. The food may be good, but you'll remember the people and you'll remember the stories. And if I've provided a simple tool for people to tell stories, sometimes profound, sometimes playful, then um, I like you know, what I'm about. But mostly uh, it's the millions of people who share their stories that make my work so meaningful. Well, I thank you for the work you've done, and thank you for being with us in this segment of Forum. It's been fun, and it's also been certainly very illuminating. Appreciate your being with us, Larry. Michael, it's a real pleasure. Stay, stay safe and share your stories. And again, Larry Smith of Smith Magazine is the founding editor and creator of Six Word Memoirs. His latest book is Six Words Fresh Off the Boat, Stories of Immigration, Identity, and Coming to America. Forum is produced by Judy Campbell, Tina Larberg, Ariana Prail, Blanca Torres, Susan Britton, and Caroline Smith. Senior editor is Dan Zoll, and our engineer is Danny Bringer. Our intern is Jameson Weiss. Our executive editor is Ethan Tovin Lindsay, and our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. And I remind you that we do like to hear from you, what you'd like to hear on Forum or would like to hear on Forum. You can email us, forum at kqed.org. And thank you so much for being a part of this morning's program. I wish you all a good weekend, and uh, maybe think about how we get through this pandemic together, as Larry Smith was saying, and please stay, stay safe. I'm Michael Krasny.
Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.